strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Bonesaw McGraw, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Sweet Dick Williams. <laughs> there you go. We don't know who Williams is, but we're just going to go with it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we got you for three minutes. Three minutes <laughs> of playtime. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, we got a full show. I don't know where a full show came from for the last month of last week of the month, but here we are. So we're just going to just dive into it as fast as possible. First thing we want to do is jumping to recipes at Asner. Now, reason we want to talk about this one, I, I'll be honest with you. I am not the biggest Ed Asner fan. Not that he's a bad guy or anything. I just don't know that much about him. I guess he was a good guy. Eli, are you a big Ed Asner fan? Who is he on? Mary Tyler Moore? I guess. Is that the I never show? saw this show. Oh. oh, I was a little bit before my time as well, but he was on the Cobra Kai um what is that played, oh played, the, the netflix show okay. yeah he he played johnny's like stepdad asshole rich stepdad um so that's what kids might know him from now okay but. so yeah uh and the thing is let's see oh he was all now i know him from from voice acting that's what i know him from i know him from freakazoid remember the hey freakazoid everybody remembers that voice you know uh he was also Ed Wunsler Sr. in Boondocks. Oh, oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. That's right. Uh, because he was the father of Ed Wunsler Jr., who was voiced by Charlie Murphy. Yes, <laughs> that Charlie Murphy. You know. <laughs> uh, but and I didn't get a picture of this, but the most craziest thing he voiced that I thought of was Granny Goodness on, on Superman. Granny Goodness. Oh. Dark Size Apocalypse. I mean, uh Disciple, the the crazy nanny that you know trains his army. I did ship. not, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, he he voiced Granny Goodness for some reason, so that was a thing. So that always confused me. Let's see what we oh we, they jumped in here. Uh, he was yes, he was J. Jonah Jameson and night. He's done a lot of voice acting. I, if I know him from anything, I know him from voice acting. Uh, let's see, and I think he did multiple animated, but he did multiple animated voices. I think on on the Batman animated series by itself. So yeah, that was a so any shout out to yeah yeah shout out Rest to in peace, good sir. Yeah, I guess that's all we got to talk about there. So. One more great thing I want to talk about for everybody in the South. I want everybody to make sure they bunker down. Now, it's bunker, B-U-N-K-E-R. I know a lot of people from the South don't know what that word means. That means sit your ass down somewhere or go somewhere and hide. Uh, don't be out just anywhere. Uh, now, I know you don't, I'm going to do a brief weather report real quick, and I know you don't want to hear the weather report from two schlubs that you know read Superman all the time. So I decided to close up a image of meteorologist from spain yannette garcia so yeah just briefly talk about what we're going to talk about um yeah so the whole city of new york new orleans has gone out of power all of them so what you need to do now is like i said bunker down go somewhere the storm is probably gonna hit us in sunday 
Monday, tomorrow morning. So you want to be safe. Matter of fact, while we're recording this podcast, they're saying it's supposed to hit then. That's why we're going to try to wrap this shit up as fast as possible so I can bunker down, you know. Uh, are you by water? Are you are you by water? I no, I actually I'm not. I'm far away from water. So I'm not by the Mississippi River. I'm a far away from the Mississippi River. Uh, but my I do have family there. So I'm about 40 minutes away from water, about the river anyway, like that. So they don't know if it's going this uh, to the west or it's going to the east. If it goes to the but east, you got you can still get straight line winds and shit, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing, because we're 16 years ago from uh Katrina. Enough of that ass, but yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so we're 16, we're 16 years away from Katrina, like to this day. Katrina hit the and everybody talking about how Katrina hit New Orleans and it destroyed New Orleans. Not gonna not not gonna say it didn't, but they forget about what it did to Mississippi because it hit Mississippi, some of those parts just as hard, if not harder. Like the Gulf Coast, Gulfport, Biloxi, those areas down there, they didn't recover for the next 10 years. Like they completely wiped out the beaches and everything like that. So I hope that didn't hit again. Uh, I know some friends that were like, even areas like Macomb, which is about an hour from me, homes were destroyed, you know? So I hope Ida doesn't do that again. So yes. So if you don't do anything else, bunker down, sit your ass down, don't go anywhere. So what do we got next? Be safe. Yeah, be safe. All right. So Eli, we have been talking about this. Well, I've been talking about this for three weeks. This Kanye West album that was supposed three, to drop oh, three okay. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> not not Ida. Uh Kanye West. So yeah, we've been talking about the when is the album gonna drop? What is it gonna do? And I'm gonna just briefly get into it, talk about the album, what it is and where it came from, what's supposed to be going on with it. So he finally dropped the album. And Eli, it's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Like he could just drop anything and people go ape shit over it. I'll give you an example. I'm gonna show you a picture of what the album cover looks like. There you go. No, your screen is not blank. I didn't hit yet. <laughs> Don't worry, your internet is fine. This is the album cover. <laughs> A blank screen. So he ripped off Metallica? <laughs> did they do that? I didn't know they did that. It was just... yeah, the black album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't literally meet a black album. Like, you put something on it. I mean, the name. Let's see what we got here. 6.6 Man. Uh, Kanye West, Master Troll Artist. That's kind of what he did. <laughs> yeah. So... This album is called Donda. It's named after his mother, Donda. You know, and if you didn't think that there are plenty of rhyming words with Donda, with Wakanda, then I got some oceanfront property in Idaho to sell you because that happens about four or five times a song. Like, we get it. Donda, Wakanda. Yeah, we get it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, basically what I think about the album, Eli, he, he released another gospel album and didn't tell anybody. See, last time... He told everybody he was going to release a gospel album, had a big choir. He was going to go half and half with this special choir he got. This time, it's kind of like a kind of like an album, but a lot of the beats are like like pipe organs, like in a church. But okay. he's yeah, and he's rhyming over stuff like that. And every song is about God, this God, that you know. But he doesn't do Bible verses, nothing like that. So he didn't go like super preacher, religious, or Christian anything like that. He just talks about spirituality overall. So I was like, okay, I I see what he's doing, you know. He, he gave us one album, but he's doing something else with it. So I, I understand where he's going with that. Uh, a lot of people aren't liking it. And a lot of people on my timeline saying the album is complete trash. Now, here's my thing about this. People were saying the album was complete trash uh, 30 minutes after the album dropped. But the album is 27 minutes, uh, 27 songs, which is an hour and 48 minutes long. So I can say it's trash if you haven't heard the whole album yet. Like, it, I think people are so used to just being negative. They just go out and just say the most negative stuff first, be the first one to do it and take pride in it. 
Like, sit back, relax, let's do it. We'll see what you think about it. I can't give a full review on it because 27 songs in an hour and 48 minutes, that is a lot to digest. So I just can't listen to it on the first, you know, first listen to it and be like, here's my rating. Can't do it. I got to let it sit there. Got to let it think about it. Got to let it marinate in my head. But this and is, then I'll come back with this it. This is the modern age when you, you have to only drop one song and that's all. I'm that is true. That is true. <laughs> Normally you just drop one song and that's it. And you know, you're just off to the races. But this one, he, he didn't have a single single, uh, single single on it. He just dropped the whole album just one time to let it go. Now, I will say this. He's, he made like 25 million on his listening albums. He's doing because he charged people for it, so much stuff like that. And I can see how he did that. Now, if you're playing this album in a in a in a car and you know you want to hear some bass and beats and hey, turn the tr- uh, Kanye up. This is not that album. This is not the <laughs> album you you ride with, you know. It's not even a song you album you work out with. However, when you listen to him, I can picture it in a in a stadium, in an arena. And him just playing like, you know, with the organ grind and stuff like that. And I can see it, you know, being effective there. This feels like arena music. That's what it feels like. You know? So I can't, I so can't I, put this on my WAP playlist? <laughs> I, I would I would not recommend it putting it on your WAP playlist. You know, <laughs> hands on my knees, shaking ass like my own fast shit. No, don't do that. It's you up know? and it's up and it's up. And it's up and it's up. No, don't do that. Then play Kanye after this. Now, there is something interesting that happened on this album. He has some interesting features. Another thing about this album is that he didn't release who is featured on the album because he's lazy. So you don't know who's on the album. Like people saying Ariana Grande is on the album. And she's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) So he has the baby on the album. He actually delayed the album to put the baby on there. Now, if you don't know who the baby is, he's the guy that got canceled a few weeks ago for making the homophobic uh, homophobic, uh, references a while ago. So Kanye postponed his album to put this guy on the album. And that's not that's not all. We may or may not have a feature from Marilyn Manson. Your boy. Oh, I, heard, I heard some. <laughs> my boy, hell that. He's uh, <laughs> I, knew that, I knew that would trigger I knew that would trigger you. <laughs> that trigger warning. <laughs> oh, don't even start, get me. Trigger started. warning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, yeah, I, but I did th- see like a picture of them hanging out or something. Like yeah, recently. he brought him to the concert. He brought him to the concert. That's the thing. So he was just hanging out because he rebuilt. His old house at the concert or something? I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, what Kanye was doing, it was bringing out people that were canceled and uncanceling them. I thought my screen messed up. Yeah. No, Gabe, your screen didn't mess up. Is Kid Rock on the album too? <laughs> no. Well, he should be because they're both Trump supporters. So I don't know why they're not. But, you know. And yes, the elephant in the room. Yes, we know Trump is, uh, I mean, Kanye, you know, slavery isn't real. MAGA 2021, he ran for president, all this stuff like that. We get it. Look, Kanye can't be canceled. It's Kanye. That's what it is. So that's where we are now. So some people, the people are divided divided on the album right now. Uh, we will wait a week to see what the internet comes. That's one thing I like about the internet. The internet is still formulating their opinion on things. Like whenever a movie comes out, like the Suicide Squad, it was that fight of it's good, it sucks, it's good, it sucks. Like we love it, Eli. We love that movie. Mm-hmm. But when you go to the to my regular timeline, you know, they don't follow this shit 24 hours a day and know who what issue blood sport was in in 1987 and what comic they said the movie up. <laughs> so you had this fight over what is general consensus is everything and wrong with the out. suicide squad. Oh, it's coming. It's going to be in an hour and 45. Minutes. Right. In an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Longer than the movie. <laughs> Listen right. to God bitch about. 
<laughs> yeah, six one six. That's what the song is like. The very first song is of going to jail, and it very much feels like he's talking about cancel culture. That's what it feels like, you know. So uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Like I said, I will revisit this album, listen to it a little bit more. There are some songs I like on it. It is not a full ride through, but there were, I can't I can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There are some songs that I like on it. So that's what I got. Okay, so you're up now, Eli, because you watch the movie. I did watch a movie. You did watch a movie, yeah. I, uh, I feel like I should have watched this, but that Delta variant is out there, and I'm just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, so, I waited till you know the a, a non busy day and at a time where hardly anybody was in there. <laughs> and, and with the way theaters are going now, that's anytime. So <laughs> <laughs> opening night. <laughs> well, last night I was checking the times and I looked at like the, you know even the IMAX, which is more expensive. Motherfucker was packed. I'm like, okay, I ain't going Seriously? to that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, damn, I thought everybody's broke and they're all running out to the IMAX theaters. Right. Going in a theater with a Delta variant, <laughs> that's a horror movie in itself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I got to see the new Candyman. Yeah. Um, so Candyman 2021. It's a soft reboot slash sequel. Just stopping you. You you said his name twice already. So oh. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but there ain't no mirror, so <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, the horror classic, uh, you know, starring Tony Todd as Daniel Robotai, aka Candyman. <laughs> that's that's three. <laughs> Everybody so, keeps score. <laughs> in sort of a boogeyman myth of you know, in, in the projects that haunts the projects in Chicago, the Cabrini Cabrini Green projects in chicago um it was originally you know written by clive barker a short story by clive barker that appeared in the books of blood um clive barker being british it took place that that story took place in in england but it still dealt with the same sort of ideas of slums and you know graffiti there's an artist in that story where she's doing a photography project on graffiti and stuff like that so an, an urban legend so it, it's similar and the first movie, the original movie, is is based really closely on that that first Clyde Barker's original story. Now, but now this how mo- many movies were the first? Think three. First three, or there okay. four? The first okay. two I liked. The rest, I know the last one I didn't like, and I, did they make a fourth one? I don't know. I might not okay. have seen the fourth one if they did make a. One. I didn't know. I didn't like the. I thought the third one was sucked. But um, my favorite was always Pharaoh of the Flesh because that went into his backstory. And Tony Todd actually came up with his origin um, to Candyman. Uh-oh, how many times is that? <laughs> uh, I, shit, I lost count. <laughs> We're fucked. So, yeah, so this new one is an updated version with, uh, what's his name, Yaya Abdul. Uh, Yaya, I can't remember his last name. Black Manna. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, Black Manna. And, and uh, Monica, Monica Rambeau. Well, oh yeah, she. Why didn't you leave with that? I would have go. I wouldn't want to see the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clyde Barker's getting a lot of adaptations. Yeah, he's got a. They're doing a new Hellraiser series. They're doing a new Nightbreed, which I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, um, uh, yeah. So this is an updated version. Um, Yaya plays an artist who is inspired by the Candyman legends, and he starts painting pictures. That, that's that's five. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and that ends up bringing back the spirit. Uh, the vengeful spirit of Candyman and all the spooky shit starts happening. Um, and I liked it. 
However, <laughs> uh oh, it's always that butt. It's always the butt. Uh, there's always a big old butt. Um, <laughs> it was a slow burn for me, and that's just me as a uh, um a taste, my taste. Um, I'm not a fan of supernatural horror. I'm not into ghost stories and haunted house shit. Um, I'm more of a creature feature kind of guy. I just think you know, supernatural, paranormal, horror, ghost story shit is a little slow and boring. That's just me. That's just me. I know people are into this shit. There's a reason why they still make Conjuring movies. So that's just me. Um, but for me, that's where I, the movie was a little slow because it did really lean into that atmospheric, moody, spooky. Trying to be you know, more suspense. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that atmospheric haunted house sort of horror. Um, yeah, uh, Tony Todd does make an appearance in the movie. Um, oh, spoiler. Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I'll, go this, I'm going to keep it as spoiler free as possible because there were still stuff in the movie that I didn't, there was some plot twists I didn't see coming that I was like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, it was very big on mood and atmosphere and, um, that's where it's sort of, those are my my main gripes. It, it moved a little. It was a little bit too slow paced, and the kill scenes was a big disappointment for me because a lot of the kill scenes happened off screen. Um, oh, they were very, visually stunning, visually interesting, very stylized. I like what Nia Costa did. I liked her shooting style, but it's a horror movie. You got to show that shit. You know, we got to see that shit. It's horror. You got to show the blood. You know what I mean? There was some blood in it but most of the kills happened were very stylized and happened off screen which i found a little disappointing um so but and of course it is woke very woke but um, wasn't the original candy man woke yes Yes, people are complaining about it being too woke. It's PC, left-wing propaganda, ruining shit all the time. That was an inherent part of the original source material. Even Clive Barker's story dealt with the slums and the poor, and you know, uh, you know, economical inequality of the poor communities and all that. So that was inherently a part of the original story. Um, but this one, yes, this one really deals with themes of gentrification racial inequality police brutality classism um that's all very it's not it's not subtle it's very in your face it wears the the you know the sjw themes on its chest very proudly um and that's where i started thinking like you know because there were moments where the movie were slow when I started mm -hmm. thinking, like, okay, it's you know, I, I'm I'm down with woke shit. I don't care, but you also got to keep me entertained. And right. that's Fat what T, I was. What to do? Is Fat T in the house? Yeah. Oh, oh, what up, yo? Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. When when does there's a fine line between being woke and also being entertaining? You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's where I started thinking: is this, is this, is this telling a good story? It's got all these right. great ideas and great themes and bringing up this conversation on all these social issues, but is this a good story? Um, and that's, that's where I, I started to question that, uh, you know, you know, um, and that's where, you know, like, like I said, the whole, the, you know, the, 
the kill scenes happening off screen. That's where it, I, I, I lost it a little bit. Um, but the ending, the ending okay. made it up, made it up for it. I okay. love the ending. I thought the ending was dope. And that sort of redeemed the shortcomings, you know, <laughs> of, of the rest <laughs> of the movie. And that, cause it totally blew me away, you know? Um, and that, that's, and, and this whole, that's where this, you know, this idea of reclamation, reclaiming the narrative, reclaiming history, reclaiming, you know, our culture, reclaiming, you know, reclamation. And just not only just reclaiming this story, like, you know, um, the Candyman myth, or, you know, reclaiming the movie and this, and this story for, you know, today's culture, but also, um, uh, it's sort of the movie deals with how this, you know, the, like people in power who become corrupted sort of try to spin the narrative in their favor, you know, and we see that a lot right now with, you know, the Capitol riots and shit going on in Afghanistan. And they, they sort of spin the narrative to, you know, make themselves look better. Um, right. And that this movie sort of deals with, no, we're taking the history back. We're going to tell the truth. And, and, what I liked about the ending is it it takes the Candyman story and turns it from this like tragic, um, sad, you know, traumatizing tale of of trauma and and you know and racism and turns it into like a, a tale of vengeance and justice. So he becomes like a spirit of vengeance, and that's what I liked about the ending. And that's why I'm like, hell yeah. That's what I was like. This is what I wanted the whole time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> gotcha. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just wish they would have pushed it more. It felt a little safe at times. I wanted them to push the album because yeah, you remember when we, Tales from the Hood? Um, right. Tales from the Hood is woke as fuck. It wears right. its way politics. back in the nineties. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It wears its politics right up proudly on its chest. It talks about all the social issues of the time and that are still relevant today. But that last story with the the guy in the prison who goes through that clockwork orange mind control shit, that shit's still hard to watch. And that shit's that, that's what I'm saying. I, I wish they would have pushed it like that. I, I I'm uncomfortable watching that scene. Right. You know. Keep in mind, Tales from the Hood flop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, I just wish they would have pushed it a little more. Um, it, it, it did feel a little bit safe at times, but the ending made up for it. So I I did did like it, um, yeah. So yeah, check it out. I probably I'll probably check it out again. You gonna slap rating on it or? Oh, four out of five. Like I said, the ending really, really uh, made up for it. Okay. Yeah, when I took T. We went. We went to. We saw that. He was like, shit. How old was T when he? I I, I took him to see that in the theater. He was like, what? 10 or 11 or some shit. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, we're damn near the same age the way you were talking. So. Well, <laughs> yeah. What is TFTTF? What is that? Uh, is one of my all-time favorite. What is, yeah. the? I don't know you what that me. is. Okay, I, I figured <laughs> your brother, he, I figured you know what it is. You know? what is, I don't know. Trav, what is that I, shit? I don't know that guy like that. So what are we talking about? Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Fatty, get back to us. Let us know what those. Oh, Tales from the Hood. <laughs> oh, the movie we were just talking about. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he spelled that wrong too. Takis from the Hood looks like. Oh, takes from. 
<laughs> now we get it. We get what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Moving on past, like I said, we're going to just breathe past that. It's, uh, yeah, let's talk about this first. Then we'll come back to that. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So we talked about the Spider-Man no from no way home, no from far from home, stay at home, work from home, whatever it is. The new <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Uh, it just dropped. That was, let's see what we got here. Uh, that Gabe knew we didn't know the movie we were just talking about. <laughs> hey, we just run this show. We don't know what the fuck we talk about half the time. <laughs> uh, what we talk? Okay, so we're gonna talk about Spider Man No Way Home. That's the name of the movie. Like I said, it it actually the trailer leaked on our last episode, Eli. But I refused to talk about it then because I knew it was like in one forty four p, like on less than cell phone quality, cell phone of a cell phone quality. And I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this and review this. But lo and behold. <laughs> Just like I thought, Sony released the real trailer the day after, you know. So, and it actually broke the record of Endgame's record of most reviewed trailer on YouTube or actually on social media uh, in the first 24 hours. Like, it, it like demolished the record. I think uh, Endgame's record was like 289 million. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, so don't quote me on this. And they their record is 355 million, so they crushed the record, you know. So this seems to be the most hyped movie of the year. The movie everybody's looking for. This movie's supposed to save Marvel. Like I said, Black Widow, everybody was like, eh. Shang-Chi drops this weekend. People still like, eh. You know, Eternals drop. Everybody like, eh. But (laughs) Spider-Man, it's all about, yeah, that's the thing. Like I said, it's Spider-Man. Everybody wants to see a Spider-Man movie, you know. And no one's talking about Spider-Man. Everyone's talking about everything but (laughs) Spider-Man. Everybody's talking about everything but, I mean, but... it's like I said, this is what his six, eight, Doctor nine? Strange and the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't think this is like the Flash movie where it's like three Batman and Flash somewhere is in it somewhere. You know, uh, I heard Uncle Ben makes a comeback. Uh, maybe. Everybody's Probably. making a comeback. <laughs> Everybody's in this. <laughs> uh, and that's the thing. I, I, I saw this meme the other day. People were like, don't get my expectations too high. And they just threw up a picture of, uh, damn it, I don't have it. Of Marvelous Capcom, you know, just throw it out on head. Yeah, right here, you know. And then it just had like all of these assholes. It's like, you know, they want Ryu in the game, you know, Ken Ryu in the movie. So they want everything to happen. Now, let's talk about the actual trailer and some things that happened in it. Like I said, we saw, uh, what do we see? We saw uh, Doctor Strange basically granting the wish. And here's the thing that wish that he granted, some people don't think that's Doctor Strange doing it. Some people think, that was though <laughs> could it be Satan? you know it's, it, every all roads lead back to mephisto that's that's what we've learned you know or is it agatha all along uh, 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 another cat another catchy theme song now the reason people are thinking it's mephisto is because this story is actually more or less a even the trailer is a loose adaptation of a story that happened in the comics. Like I said, it's comic book bullies. So let's dig in the comics for a second. Like I said, during the comic book story of Civil War, Peter Parker, because Tony Stark, who was an asshole talking into it, revealed his identity to the public. And of course, in the in the storyline, everything went to shit for Peter Parker's life. I think even Aunt May got like assassinated or something, like she got sniped. Uh, so he made a deal with Mephisto to erase his identity so everybody would forget and that storyline leads in the plot of one more day which a lot of people say is the worst spider-man storyline of all time i disagree i think it's clone wars oh sorry clone saga, saga. <laughs> i get them confused it's 
clones. That's all I know. So the clone saga. But like I said, that's when it completely erased everything. And that the story, the, the story was so bad, they're still fixing that story in continuity. Now, even in the Sinister War story right now, they're still fixing this stuff. You know, um, funny thing is, my guy Wong shows up. You know, he specifically tells Doctor Strange, don't do that. That is a stupid ass thing to do. Don't risk your life. Okay, I'm out. I'm about to go fight to the death with Abomination. Bye. You know, <laughs> that, that's why I love Wong, man. He's my favorite Avenger. He's just like, oh, you're about to go fight Thanos? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I'll be out keeping my thoughts and prayers, you know. So that's that's my thing. So I'm trying to think what else happened in this trailer that was it's a Doc Ock. Let's see. Doc Ock was clearly talking to okay. Chief Lit. I'm glad you brought that up, Chief Queef. We, we, that name still t- takes me out but uh yes it feels like spider-man woman day and one moment in time inspired also uh yeah because the thing about this movie is that it does feel like people are saying that the sinister six is in it you know all the spider-man are in it ken and ryu is in stuff like that let's calm down it's like we learn nothing from wandavision we build it's supposed to be the most epic thing ever and then none of this shit happens calm down relax watch the movie because people are already getting pissed off on fan theories they're making that may or may not even be in the movie. Calm down, just relax. Watch the Spider-Man's movie. a snow clone. <laughs> <laughs> they got all these fan theories going on like that. Like people, they get too wrapped up in these fan theories, they forget about the actual movie. You know. So calm down, watch the movie, enjoy yourself, and have fun. Let the fan theories go. Let them go. Leave it for assholes like uh like us youtubers you know content creators <laughs> what are we supposed to do then <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know enjoy the movie i guess i don't know <laughs> oh let's see hold on before we get to the next topic let me see what we got here six one six man six one six man online eating up the pooper scooper culture yeah this is i mean that's the thing like youtubers content creators stuff like that they make they they eat off this stuff they make their living off this stuff you know five reasons why dr strange is mephisto in the new spider-man they do all this weird shit and you eat it up and you make click it's clickbait that's all it is it's just the church of marvel that's what we do here that's what we do eli didn't even like marvel <laughs> so <laughs> that, there you go right there well the marvel <laughs> movies are getting a little for me a little whatever this, this this when i okay when i thought of the trailer i was like oh this seems like that one episode of like you know, when you're watching like Supergirl or The Flash or The Arrow or whatever, oh, the whatever crossover TV show. episode, yeah, one, of, the, the one of those episodes, sweet, sweet, like, yeah, yeah, it's like one of those, oh, the you know, it's one of those wacky episodes, bottleneck episodes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and just setting up shit. Like, again, all Marvel does is sets, sets up other shit, like Spider Man, the Spider Man trailer drop, and everybody's talking about everything else but Spider Man. Oh, it's now, set up to, this and Doctor Strange, and it's it's all to set up the multiverse, which is going to gonna set up that and going to set up Kang and going to set up, you know, other shit. That's it's never about what we're watching; it's about what's going to happen. You now, know? to to be fair, and you make a good point. Oh, let's let me see. Gabe got a got a wall of text. Let's see what we got. When he has to explain one more thing, day to the various friends that made Doctor Strange. Sort of, I think it was Mephisto way of hiding his identity. I don't think it's Mephisto. I was just actually talking shit. I don't think it's Mephisto because, like I said, this movie has to be marketed to China, and China don't deal with that devil worshiping shit. Oh, so any right. image, right that's image, right. even remotely resembles Satanism. So Wanda, Wanda can't even be in this movie. 
Right. You know, <laughs> unless she's a mutant. Yeah. You know, yeah. She's, not a, she's a mutant. <laughs> she's a mutant. There we go. <laughs> Call it a day. Marvel's like, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So that's what's going on with the movie. So, can we move on past that? Sure. Yeah. I think we talked about Spider Man long enough. Like I said, they're going to drop five more trailers for the movie drop. So, we're not going to break down, but we'll get more clarity about what's going on. So, let's talk about something that's true, interested in Eli. Cowboy uh. Bebop. Am I interested in this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you are or not. I was like, is 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 Eli o- Otaku? I thought this wasn't the anime bullies. <laughs> but you're trying, you want to make it the anime bullies. So, okay. I, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Netflix gave us our first look, first picks of the Cowboy Bebop live I, action. I, I got screenshots. I got screenshots. Oh, do you? You know what? Do. So do I. And I forgot to use my Candyman. How many times did I say that now? I had a Candyman. Hey, you, you passed the limit. So <laughs> at, at that point, I think like a double negative. He just like he goes back in the mirror or something. <laughs> hey. Oh shit! So, oh shit! Wrong, oh, wrong window. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Let me get that going. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Netflix is adapting a live action version of Cowboy Bebop, the classic anime from like late 90s whatever one of adult swims first big giant hits back in it that's where i first saw it like that dragon ball z but yeah yeah 2000 2001 or so when my kid was just a baby yeah let's see so now cowboy bebop the anime is one of my favorite things like ever I knew wow. it. You are on otaku. This uh, is the anime bullies. This is, but th- see that th- it's only this one. I tried to nope. get into, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've gotten into Akira and Ghost in the Shell and shit, but this one, you know, I was so into this. There, there's basically who Eli was before he saw Cowboy Bebop and who Eli is after he saw Cowboy Bebop. Ah, okay. <laughs> it all goes back. <laughs> it's all connected, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, this is one of my favorite things ever. I will put, this is like, to me, one of the greatest pieces of storytelling in any medium of all time. I will put this up there with the Godfather. I will put that's, this up that's there. That's high praise. I would with, never thought you would put an anime show yes, <laughs> I will on the put same this, level anything, as a Francis Ford Coppola movie. Yeah. Anything Spielberg. This, this is cinema. Scorsese. <laughs> Fucking Citizen Kane, you know, Hitchcock, Shakespeare, <laughs> Mark Twain, Kanye, Mo- the Mona Lisa, yeah, <laughs> the Sistine Chapel. This is a work of art. That's Walt how- Disney, Google, <laughs> yeah, that's baby shit, Holmes. <laughs> this is that's how much I hold, how much high regard I give to Cowboy Bebop. Okay, so it's like Tolkien. Cowboy Bebop. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Middle Earth ain't got shit on the Bebop. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, but I mean, this is just a, you know, story wise, it's just a space Western. It's a Western in space. It's bounty hunters going after crooks, you know, doing crime thug shit in space. That's all it is. But it's the way it was told, you know. Um, you know, it borrowed from, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars. Dirty Dozen, Magnificent Seven, you know, but how they, how the anime style, the music, the mood, the atmosphere, the action, nothing has, there's nothing else like it, you know, um, and for so, and you see so much of what, what we see now, like in Guardians of the Galaxy, 
like mm-hmm. in you know Suicide Squad or the Avengers or Firefly, you know that whole idea of the a band of criminal misfits that come together and form a family. Fast and Furious shit, family. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know that's what the main thing. That's that's Cowboy Bebop. You know these criminals come together and form a reluctant bond, and th- th- there's an emotional weight to this to this anime that it, I, I, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's one of the greatest things ever. I cannot praise the anime enough. Um, so as far as the Netflix live action version, I don't know. I, I mean, know have if, you seen any of the Netflix adaptation of any of the animes they've done? I haven't watched death note or Roroni Kenshin. I just popped up on my feed. I haven't watched that or spoiler no. alert. They all suck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yes, Cowboy Bebop is a masterpiece, and yes, yes, I agree. So totally I'm listening agree. now. So, so everybody's an otaku that listens to this podcast, <laughs> except me. I'm like, I'm well, missing this, out. This, um, this picture here, this, 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 and the reason why I'm sharing this, this is Spike in a church, and you see a dead body there. He's got a gun in his hand. So this looks like it's a reference to the episode "Ballad of Fallen Angels." which is the episode that elevated Cowboy Bebop from just being an anime into a fucking masterpiece. Nice, um, okay. So that's why I sh- that's why I, I got this image. But so yeah, I don't know, like is a live action version of this necessary? I don't know. I'm really skeptical about this because is any adaptation necessary? It makes yeah. money. That's the thing. You know, well, we gotta know this did start like most animes. It started out as a manga and got adapted into an anime. It's just you know, like I said, with the music, the action, the style, the mood, you know, the characters. I mean, it's it's just and, there's, it, like, and that's yeah. that's the thing I want to talk about. Like when I watch cowboy people, like I said, I, I don't hold it dear, near to dear to my heart. Like I guess the rest of the world does, you know. <laughs> But I, I did like one thing I did like about it was the music, you know, and I think they made like a Cowboy Bebop movie or like a cartoon movie, something like that. Anime yeah, movie they did. yeah so yeah. like this guy, Spike Spiegel or what is Siegel or whatever his name is, Spike you know, Spiegel, yeah. that guy. OK, so he was in a dog fight fighting through some guys, whatever like that. And you like to have the jazz music in the background playing. And like one trumpet guy was just wild the fuck. I like. Yeah, the jazz. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so into it. I was like, damn. Who is this trumpet player? I forgot that this guy was fighting for his life to save the world and shit like that. It's almost like if you're watching Star Trek, you know, at the end, the you know, the, the raid on the Death Star, and you like some trumpet player just like oh, Star Wars? Okay. Yeah, Star Wars. And you just forget that Luke is, you know, about to save the universe and shit like that. No, who is that shit? Who is that guy? Yeah. Um, Cowboy, the the soundtrack to Cowboy Bebop, and there's been multiple albums. But that was yeah, that was one of probably only anime soundtrack I ever had. That's how much I was into it. I mean, I was yeah, the music was great, and yeah, um, just the way it all uh, the way it all came together. You know how like Gomer is always like Watchmen is a story that can only be told in 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 a comic book form. Yeah, that's how I feel about you know Cowboy Bebop. I was like, there's nothing gonna top that the way that the anime is such a perfect thing it's it's just it it stands on its own as like i said as a perfect work of art okay so can i can i add something okay now i I get it this is this is the mona lisa i get it this is this is art 
However, I do want to admit that I do think for this adaptation, even though we just see screenshots, I do feel like Netflix is trying. They are like trying. for instance, like we, we got uh Spike Spiegel, I keep forgetting whose name is, but from what I've seen of the cartoon, he looks like him. You know, like I said, that's that's uh you know the guy from Harold and Kumar, you know, that is the sequel, Harold and Kumar. Oh, he's looking ripped there, Fitness. yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he's I guess all like, yeah. Uh, like, should, I, I should heard, he be Shang Chi? I guess I don't know. <laughs> I heard people were bitching about um, Faye, the 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 woman. Who's of playing course, because she's because she's flat chested and her tits ain't big enough. But yeah, well, because I mean, <laughs> like I said, I don't know the cartoon, but I do know in the cartoon that's what Faye looks like on there. And I've mm-hmm. seen like plenty, like doing research for this article. I research, watched, <laughs> research. You know, I saw plenty of cosplayers. You know, playing her. I was like. <laughs> Okay, for science, <laughs> right? I was wiping my head. That's some, that's some research there. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, look, it, here's the thing: when you compl- when when fanboys complain about shit like this, like oh she got no tips, you know, it makes me really want to separate myself from them, you know, <laughs> because they just bundle all of us up in this, you know. We like, look, just watch the movie, man. Don't get upset because this chick didn't have any tits or she non-sexualized stuff like that you know just because you can't jerk off to this netflix movie doesn't mean it's not good you know calm the fuck down you know yeah. it'll be all right there's other shit you could jerk off to exactly like leroy's, the cosplay leroy's research right i just say like the cosplay on that <laughs> uh usually netflix animation keep it cheap in general uh and casual friends so like i said i usually don't have any faith in these netflix adaptations but from what i'm seeing so far I mean, at least they're trying. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know much about this, but I'm willing to give it a chance to look at it. You know, yeah, we, now here's the thing: six one six. Was that really a thing, or was he just another fan cast, like he fan cast for every single sci-fi fantasy thing that comes out? Put Keanu Reeves in it. Silver Surfer. Put Keanu Reeves in it. You know, I why? could see Keanu Reeves as Spike. Everybody um, wanted Keanu Reeves. I mean, in the '90s, I could see it. Or Keanu Reeves is vicious. There is, I did look on the on the um, uh, the IMDb or whatever. There, yeah. there is a guy playing vicious, and they actually released a, a pop Funko Pop figure of him too. So, okay, vicious more, does appear in this in the in the show. Um, one, vicious one is thing. oh, yeah. good. I was saying, I, I want to ask you about this. Okay, so who is this guy? Oh, that's Jet. He's an ex cop turned bounty hunter. He, Let me it's guess. His, he's a ship. He, he's a. That's the ship. He the bebop is his ship. Okay, so let me ask you this: He was he was race swap, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he was white. Yeah. Yeah, you want to know how I know? Because it's a Japanese animation, and Japanese hate black people, so of course he wasn't <laughs> black in there. <laughs> um, yeah, and Ed. I was so far we haven't seen Radical Edward. Um, she was like the little kid computer hacker. Um. She doesn't appear in any so, of pictures. So you're into this shit like I'm in the Dukes of Hazzards. Okay, yeah. You, you know all these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, they have I'm the dog, the smart Is it? Uh, dog. It's like a, the, the dog is like super intelligent. I'm like the, that, that, the, she's holding a dog right yeah, there. Yeah, that's Yeah, I'm. she's got a dog right yeah. there, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm way – I was so went into this, I – got the dvds and shit i, I, got, I was, you know i actually well i actually went back and watched like a few years ago when i first got hulu hulu has the japanese version like the, the japanese language version is it, I, it still there is it yeah still there? 
I don't know, but I I I never seen the Japanese version. I watched that, and you know, because I only seen the English, the Cartoon Network version with the English actors on it. So, um, so yeah, I, like I said, I was super into this. This is one of my favorite things of all time, and uh, yeah, I don't, I really, I'm I'm skeptical about the adaptation, a live action version. It can only be, you know, just secondary it's, it's going to be secondary because but, but the here's the thing so, eli even if it's bad you have an emotional attachment to this i can tell you know just like you and the rest of the, everybody else listening to this yeah. shit right now <laughs> yeah. but so no matter what it is you will get something from it even if it's bad you'll get something from it. you take away I'll, I'll, yeah i'll have plenty to bitch about it <laughs> if even if that you know yeah uh yeah. so her faded action report responded to the haters probably so i guess i don't know and so but yeah if you want to just see i mean I think you could watch Ballad of the Fallen Angels, that episode, and get what the rest of the show is about. I don't you think know you me, really... Eli. You know I'm a completionist. You know, I I mean, go, go ahead and watch. I mean, it's, it's episode four, but you could watch the whole thing. But episode four, like that, you could watch that. If you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, watch that episode, and I think you will get the idea of the rest of the... You'll get it. I mean, I think you could okay. go in a noob and and understand what's going on or just appreciate what you're seeing because it's it's okay. just a it's just so visually stunning and and the way that whole episode's put together i mean you'll get it you get it you know so cool okay i will i have homework okay <laughs> all right so uh can we go to the next topic sure okay all right i'm uh it. boom okay so next time we're going to talk about we move on to the video game section yeah, right. and this this is a weird one because we're gonna talk about Fortnite again. Uh, but before everybody click off, like I don't want to hear about it, it's no shit Fortnite. You want to hear about this one because this is weird because MLK is in Fortnite this week. So the let me man, the man, not the street. Not the man, not the street. Right, Martin Luther King Jr. is in Fortnite this week. So yes, this is a thing. Uh, I'm gonna go into detail about exactly what's going on with it because apparently. Uh, this weekend, the uh, August twenty eighth was when he made the I dream, I dream, a, uh, I have a dream speech. So they remade like a, they made like a museum where you can walk into the museum like in game and you can hear the speech in full. You can see like little tidbits and click on you know little stuff like that, and it gives you more detail about it. It was made by some you know some people that play the game. They just made it in game. You know, you just walk by and see it. In the meantime, why are you shooting people in the face in the game? So. <laughs> My thing is, Eli, is this the right audience to do this or the right place to do this? I don't know. I don't, I don't know because... A shooting game with... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not even going to say nothing. Okay. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just not going to... Because think about it. Because, okay, they brought Martin Luther King in the game on the 28th. The very next day, they brought in Will Smith, Mike Lowry as bad boy as a downloadable skin. So... That's what we're trying to talk about. Is I don't know if this is the game to do it in, or maybe it is the game to do it in because everybody plays that game. So why not? So so it's just it's just his speed. You can learn about him. He's not you, a playable character. He's right? not a playable character. You can't. Got, I, I do think you, if you listen to the speech, you do get like some some downloadable content. Like I don't know, like a I don't know. I don't grenade or some shit. <laughs> right. Grenade oh, that only grenade. kills Nazis. Yeah. Right. The Nazi grenade. <laughs> and anybody that's a KKK profile that kills them or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but that's the thing. So it's it's weird. 
but I don't know if it's the audience for that. But at the same time, you know, maybe it is the audience. Maybe the fact that it's not the audience for that makes it the audience for this. If it, hey, if somebody learns something from that, who knows? Then it's, I can say it's a good thing. You know, hey, my little tidbit, you know. <laughs> okay, I guess. That, that's all I want to say. I just want to get off that. I just, that's all I want to say about that. So yeah. we can... We can move on from that. Martin Luther King on Fortnite. Okay, like I said, this is comic book bullies, but we talk about the comic books, and we're gonna talk about the next section. And you're like, you got more books than I do, so I'm gonna let you start off first. So okay, should I do Batman Reptilian number three? I'll start out with that. Knock yourself out. Let's see. Right, we got I got it right here. Okay. And I got oh my image, Batman. So this is Garth Ennis and Liam Sharp. On the art, this was intended to be uh, uh, Steve Dillon, but he, he unfortunately passed. no longer with us. So yeah. Liam Sharp is doing the art. So this is uh, basically black label Batman story, non-canon. Um, some something is going around killing all of Batman's villains, um, and Batman's investigating, trying to find out what it is. Uh, everybody's been attacked. You know, a lot of Two Face, Penguin. Poison Ivy, Harley, dead. They're all dead. Um, uh, Deathstroke, dead. Like you, you name it, they're dead except the Joker. So in this issue, um, they're basically they're basically uh, they're they're investigating. They they think it's it's similar to Killer Croc, but they don't think it's Killer Croc um, because it's a reptile. They they figured it's got reptile DNA. Um, but then the Joker is freaking out he's like the last villain left i guess so he ends up taking going to the botanical gardens in gotham and holds a bunch of people hostage so of course batman goes there he breaks in kicks everybody's ass uh but then the joker he goes hiding in a cavern and this was great i thought this was hilarious so and the joker's like in this like secret cavern in, in the in some cave in the botanical gardens and he's like taunting batman he's like come on batsy come and get me um you know you know i'm um, where i am blah 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 blah. and then and then uh and batman's listening to him and then he and then joker's still like i can hear you coming batsy i can smell you blah 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 blah. and you know come and get me i'm in the dark come on and just talking shit to batman and then batman's like uh joker i'm not in that cavern with you <laughs> <laughs> oh damn and then we get ah, <laughs> <laughs> so the Joker got got. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so on the cover, that's the Joker, the one that's like looking like he's scared and shit like that. You just see a a man on the cover of the of the book. So yeah, um, yeah. So the Joker get he gets fucked up. I don't think he. I think he survived though. He's just like really mangled and got ripped apart and shit. Um, so that's about it. You know, Joker got, got his ass whooped by some monster that's killing all Batman's villains. And, uh, and yeah, I, I love, I, I love this. I, I'm really digging this book. It's, you know, uh, Batman, you know, um, Garth Ennis writing Batman as an asshole, you know, even Alfred's a pompous prick. And, and yeah, it's just like a horror story, a, a horror comedy. Cause it's making me laugh. I thought this was hilarious. Uh, yeah. So I give it a four out of five. So how many more issues left are in there? I think one more. This is three, right? Yeah, I think there's one more. So, which would be nice because yeah, these, these black labor books are expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They they are. That's why I keep thinking about thinking yeah. think twice about them. All right. So the book of next up, we're gonna stick with DC. The book I'm gonna oh, who do we got? Who we got there? 
uh garth and his batman sounds cool yeah i mean like i said he sound he hates superheroes but a lot of time people that write comics that hate superheroes love batman so they always do a, a certain take because they don't really consider batman a superhero basically yeah. i don't anyway but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next book we're going to do is superman son of kal-el number two which are going to jump into that one for people that have been catching what's going on uh superman's son clark kent's son jonathan kent is the new superman he he's the new status quo he's moving forward in this book about him also written by tom taylor tom taylor y'all so oh, yeah yes our our guy our rise is he rising star or is he is he there is he there now? i think he's been there he's kind of yeah. been there yeah I, I think he's earned his stripes so i think he's there now so yeah like i said that's pretty much what the book is and we're just going to start off with it because the last issue we left off he got he was talking to damian wayne about what he need to do about his secret identity damian wayne said look batman and oracle they can set you up with a new identity that's no big deal you know so we go there and we start with uh oh first he listens to a podcast he listens to a podcast of a dude called the truth uh the truth is basically telling him basically telling the world that there's this uh refugee ship coming from this nation called gomorrah but nobody wants to talk about it because everybody is kissing up to gomorrah and gomorrah is trying to cover it up you know uh and basically lois is downstairs and john get your ass up time to go to school you know so he puts his suit on goes downstairs and puts a wig on and he is now finn connors uh gabe you're still listening i figured you'd like this or probably hate this one another I'm, I'm not really sure uh because of course it's a nod to superboy post-crisis uh connor kent yeah so he puts wig on uh you tell me he's fine and he basically goes into his cord motors jeep now the cord is not ford cord is from ted cord the blue beetle because he owns his own jeep here's the thing ford doesn't make jeeps jeeps make jeeps I just want to put that out there. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a little thing, but it irritated me. That's all. Little, all right. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure somebody in those movies drives a Jeep, but yeah. So he goes to Metropolis College and it's his first day of enrollment. He goes there. Uh, meanwhile, in the in the parking lot, there's a guy loading up an automatic machine gun with bullets all, with, you know, carved thoughts and prayers on there. You know, so he goes there, talk to this purple head kid. He like, you want to sign up for the media department? He's like, yeah, my name is Finn Connors. And then the, the green-haired kid pulls an automatic rifle and basically points the gun and just shoots everybody, shoots the crowd. So kind of like, oh, shit. So I guess I got to go into action. It was nice having a secret identity. So he goes in there. Now, I want to show the whole panel because this whole panel is awesome. It's just sick. You know, he just like dodging, like, like some anime shit, you know. Uh, and basically said this, his super, his Connor Finn days is over because he just exposed his secret identity because of this asshole shooter trying to shoot up a school. So he knocks him out, uh, scans him, trying to make sure he didn't have any bombs off like that. The police takes him off, and that's it. So he turns around, asks everybody okay, and everybody realizes that he's Superboy. They're like, hey, you go to our school? That's amazing. Can I have your autograph? You know, stuff like that. And uh, the purple-haired kid that was in the media class, you know, that he dropped your wig. And he just leaves it, walks off, takes his core Jeep or his Jeep Jeep and goes to the space. And he takes his Jeep and goes to the moon. Now it goes to the moon, he's just reflecting everything that's going can I, on. Can can oh. I just point out yeah. that how um this comic took like the idea of school shooting and made it kind of lighthearted? <laughs> I, I you know what I didn't think about it when I was reading it, but when I was reviewing it, it hit me. I was like, Oh, this is kind of fucked up. 
You're right. You are right about that. <laughs> so, but especially those since zany was... school shootings. When <laughs> <laughs> when this is America. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the story. Okay. So, like I said, Jonathan's on. He's contemplating. He's sitting on the moon with his jeep. And all of a sudden, a large shadow looms over him, and that large shadow is Superman. Get it? The symbolism. Shadow is casting over Aww. him, living in Superman's shadow. I see what you're doing, Tom Taylor. You know. Uh, so basically, sitting there with his son, he's just talking like, "Yeah, my, my ego is screwed." He was like, "Yeah." So they're looking at the world. He's like, "The world is big," and yeah, it's big, but it's small. You know, it's like. All this stuff you can like we we both can hear Dad. You can hear what I hear. You hear the ocean shrinking, you hear the ice melts captain, and you see that the uh the humans on the planet won't do anything about it because of racism, because of tribalism, because of nationalism, because of borders, because you know, all these things that he won't or they just won't don't care, you know. So he's like, Yeah, I, I know you had a bad day, it's cool. He's like, Well, tell me I'm wrong. He's like, Look, he's like, what what's what's really wrong with your son? What's what's really going on? Uh he was just like, uh, he just let I ask him, like, Dad. Why don't you do more? This is the million dollar question. Superman, why don't you do more? And he was just like, look, I, I didn't mean it. He was like, look, bullets bounce off my chest. So I'm I'm thick skinned. So the reason I don't do anything is because this is my planet. I'm not from here. So I can't overstep my boundaries. There's only so much I decide to do. And I step back. And then he's just like, well, you're the greatest hero on the planet. If you don't step up, who will? And he looked like you, you will step up. This isn't my planet. I'm not from here. You're from here. This is your planet. So the stuff I can't do, you can do because this is your world. You're not from Krypton. You know, you have no ties to it. Uh, and don't worry about it. Your friends will help you out. He was like, Dad, I don't have any friends. He's like, don't worry about that. I got to give you a key to the house. He's like, I got a key to the house. He's like, no, not that house. This house, the Force of Solitude. So it goes to the Force of Solitude. And they have a father and son moment. And he gives him his suit. He was like, your grandma made this suit, but it got blown up by aliens in the alien attack. So Batman helped me fix it. And he's like, why are you doing all this? Why are you giving me the keys to the house? Why are you giving me this suit? He was like, because something might happen to me. I might have to go away. And if something does happen to me, I need to make sure that you have everything you need to take care of everything. So while he's there, he goes back home. He's back listening to the podcast. And the podcast is telling him more about that uh that boat that is going from Gomorrah to metropolis and he just like the go the boat is going to sink in the atlantic ocean but nobody no government is going to help because they don't want to piss off Gomorrah because they have so many resources they're just going to look the other way so superman jonathan kent is like well nobody's going to do it i'm going to do it he puts on the suit his dad gave him uh a boy starts to drown and the whole boat is about to go under and clark uh jonathan grabs him puts him back on the boat and he's just like, uh, and the boy tells him, my name is Takumi. Uh, Takumi. And he's like, Takumi, my name is, I know what your name is. Your name is Superman. You know, he flies off. So he goes to Metropolis and somebody says, it's a bird. It's a, look up at the sky. It's a boat. And he's carrying a boat, you know, from the Atlantic Ocean to Metropolis. So he drops in Metropolis and the police starts arresting everybody on the boat. They were like, put, put your hands behind your head. And Jonathan just like, no, you're not going to do that. And the police captain just telling him, what, what are you doing? We got due process. We have to process these people. They're going to be fine, but we have to pro follow procedure. He's like, no, you don't. You put handcuffs on them, I'm going to break them. And he's just like, fine. Don't restrain anybody. Let them go. So, you know, he tells, don't worry. I'm going to check on you later on. So he's sitting there looking over his seat. 
And that's when he gets snuck up on by the truth. The truth is just standing right there. He's like, how the hell you sneak up on me? He's like, well, you were distracted, you know. And it, and it takes off his helmet. It turns out it's that purple head kid from earlier. You know, he back to give him his wig. And he was just telling him uh, what you did when you saved those. You know, like, you listen to my podcast? Oh, yeah, we, my number's about to blow up, you know. So, but before we talk some more, I got to talk to you about what's going on. Because Gamora is more ruthless than you think. And now that you stepped in and made them look bad, they're going to come after you. Especially their president, President Bendix, to be continued. Now, at first, I thought this was a a, a sneak diss because the president name was Bendix and he wants to kill Superboy, just like Bendis, Michael Bendis was trying to kill Superboy, you know. But it turns out this guy is an old Wildstorm villain or hero. Oh, I don't no know. Shit. Yeah, like I think he's from the Authority. So from when I was doing doing my research on this, six one six man, who is Bendix? Mono superheroes that sound like a myth nowadays. Mono superhero. Yeah, nobody does it anymore. So uh Stormwatch. Yeah, Stormwatch. Game No, Stormwatch. I think he's from Stormwatch. So that's the thing. So yeah, like I said, awesome story. It flowed good. You can see the difference between Jonathan Kent and Clark Kent, their ideology. And Clark Kent is basically standing, he's expecting John to step outside the box. He knows he is. He like he the stuff that he can't do, he let them do. So I'm interested well, in where the story goes. Yeah, I'm digging this. I mean, I like that Jonathan's sort of still looking for his own identity, you know. Right. He's and um and he's not sure. He knows what he wants to do, he just doesn't know how to do it. Right. You know? And I, I thought yeah, I, I like that. I, I yeah, I'm digging this. Yeah. So another question. Uh, a question. Yeah, game. Go hey, for yeah, it. Shoot, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're here. Yeah. Uh let's see. Yeah, there you go. Six, I knew 616, man. You, you own it. I knew you was on it. He's a Stormlatch A Luther level type character. That's what he seemed like. That's what he, that's the vibe I was getting. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I still think this is a dig on Mike, Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> that's just me. Yeah, I mean, you when know? you when you first yeah, when you mentioned that, I didn't even think of that, you know. Right. <laughs> so I was just like, ah, I see what you're doing. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it is sort of making a reference. It, it's making us look or taking us another look at the superhero motif and what that means in today's world, you know, what the superheroes mean now. Right. Um, now, now keep in yeah. mind the whole concept of superheroes, not stepping up and not doing more and not changing the world. This concept been around for decades. Like Grant Morrison wrote a story in the justice league. Like why don't the justice league do more? You can literally change the world. Why don't you do more? And they'll just put out fires. And they made us some bullshit excuse. Oh, we don't want to take control of humanity. We want to sit in the, oh, that bullshit, you know. Believe in free will. Right. <laughs> yeah. All that, all that bullshit. And Jonathan Kent just like, fuck all that. No, we need to do more, you know. Uh yeah. let, let's see what uh let's see what Gay got. Uh my Twitter feed blew up talking about. Okay, so yeah, this one I, I I read that also. I read that also. I actually was going to breeze past that, but since you opened up Pandora's Ooh, Jonathan box, or Clark. Jonathan, Jonathan. That's okay. they're saying Superman. So just saying the same bullshit they did with Robin. So they saw the purple haired kid and they just oh he's gay. That's what they thought. Oh, and if he's, he's on a rooftop because he got purple hair. That's what that they just ran off with. So since he has purple hair and he's on a rooftop with Jonathan, the purple haired guy must be gay. And since Jonathan is friends with them, he must be gay by association. They're just gaining it up on the roof. That's that's okay. what, they just well, ran off with it. That's that's the clickbait we're getting nowadays. Okay, that's weird. I read this and I didn't think anybody was gay. And I have a gay son, so I I got a bit of a gay gay gaydar. 
So right. <laughs> I didn't get that from this. But that that's that's the world we live in now. That this is where that's where we are now. You yeah. know. Yeah. Just, it's clickbait. It's clickbait. That's all it is. It's like uh what do we got here? Uh yeah, God, God Almighty, Almighty one, two, one, two three. three. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That, that's the thing. That's the thing, what it is, Gabe. Like I said, I didn't I didn't click the clickbait, but I did see what you're talking about. And when I read it, I'm like, I bet you it's what they're talking about. I bet you it's what they're talking about. They saw purple hair and they just they just I, off yeah, the races. I, yeah, I didn't know they were talking about because I think I heard something about that, but I didn't know it was from this book. I yeah. thought because there's like a thousand Superman books now, like got dropped. Right. Lobo. Like I read the Lobo one. Ugh. This is the dance with the devil, yeah. Which one? So, uh, 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 what's his face? Um, Immortal Technique. That's the fuck your day up song. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what you what you got next? Um, I'll, since we're talking about Superman, I'll do Superman seventy eight. Superman seventy eight. Okay. Yeah. So this is um, yes, this is. In the tradition, basically in that universe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wrong. wrong. Let me. Let, 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 let me. Okay. See, that's the one superhero theme song you can hum off the top of your head. You can't do Avengers. You can't do uh, what's that other one? Yeah, you can't like what's what? Yeah, what's what's Nolan's Batman's theme? Right. Yeah, but everyone knows the the Donner Superman theme. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You can just do that, yeah. and everybody just knows what it is. And that's basically what this comic was. It's totally in that whole tradition of Donner Superman. Um, uh, you have a. It's basically a, a continuation of that universe, of that of that world. Um, you know, you can. Uh, it's basically got, you know, Perry White and and, and Lois, and, and there's a conversation at the Daily Bugle. You can totally. It's it takes place big in planet, the seventies and planet, big planet. That's it. Bugle shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Planet. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's totally in that that vein, that that style. Um, you know, Clark can't with the with the hat and all that. You know, tell the homie the plot to dance with the devil. Uh, uh, that just listen to Dance with the Devil by Mortal Technique, and you'll get bummed out like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Superman, uh, yeah. So Brainiac, uh, Nuclear Man. I think you mean Nuclear Man, Gabe. But yeah, Solar Man's okay. universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Brainiac basically shows up on Earth looking for you know worlds to destroy as, as usual. Um, he sends a, a Brainiac robot, a Brainiac bot, a Brainy bot. I don't know what you call him, uh, <laughs> a drone or whatever, down yeah. to the down to the planet and you know down to the city, metropolis. And Superman and the robot start fighting. Totally in that whole uh, style of you know Superman two when he fought Zod and Ursa, you know flying through buildings and shit. Um, oh, I do I have? Let's see. Can I go there? No. Let's see. How about this? There you go. There you go. No, he punches a Brainiac robot. And yeah. also, Brainiac was supposed to be the villain of Superman 3, but they changed last minute. Yeah. But even and, at the end, the, the motorized robot was even Brainiac-like, you know. Yeah. Um. So, um. yeah. So, basically, they have a fight. They're going punching each other through buildings and shit. 
And then uh, the brain, the the bot, the robot does a scan on Superman and says, "Oh, you're not a human. You're a Kryptonian. Um, so you're not from here." So then he beep, beep, you know, emails brain, uh, Brainiac up in space, like, "Yo, there's a Kryptonian on Earth," and you know. Brainiac's like excellent, and then to be continued. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this was a lot of fun. Like I said, it's it's a total tribute to Donner's Richard Donner Superman movies. Yes, you can totally hear the theme song going on. Um, does he take the S off his chest, <laughs> or or does he kiss the cell phone? Kisses Lois and she loses her memory or something. The super right. Lips, okay. Let, super let, let's let's talk about that for a second because <laughs> the Superman movies have a bad rap now. Yes, Richard Donner made the original Superman movie. However, he was fired halfway in making Superman 2. So a lot of the really dumb shit that happened in Superman 2 was not him. That throwing the S in his chest, something like that, that was somebody else. The kissing, memory wipe, somebody else. <laughs> the same guy that made Superman 3. So the, it's a lot of screwy shit with these movies. So, But yeah, there's a Donner cut of Superman 2 where none of that shit is in there. But yeah. Yeah, I have. I actually own one of the. I think Superman two, the Donner cut. Yeah, which is why some people were so you know animate about the Snyder cut because they got a uh, a Donner cut like forty years after the movie came out. You know, whenever it came out, Donner cut really wanted was my... to see Batman eighty nine as well. Yeah, now, I reviewed. We we did Burton eighty nine or Batman eighty nine. Now, now, now here's my thing. Now here's here's the reason why I didn't pick up this Superman seventy eight book. The reason I didn't pick up this Superman 78 book because I saw the writer of the book. And I was like, uh-uh. not that he's a bad writer, but he's not the writer. He's not the original screenwriter or the guy that knew the original notes where it was going at. Meanwhile, with Batman 89, Sam Hamm, the original screenwriter of those movies, is writing Batman 89. So you can tell he's writing what he wanted to write, where this is kind of like, let's just tell a Superman story with, that looks like Christopher Reeves, you know. Because this same Brainiac story is the same one Jeff Johns wrote back in 2006. I mean, eh, like, okay, yeah. whatever. Or any Brainiac story for that matter. <laughs> it's still fun. I gave it a four, you know. Yeah. But what do I know? I okay. <laughs> you got me there. Touche, Gabe. Touche. You, you got me there. I, I can't talk my way out of that one. He, he did that. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> or oh, what's so. that shit like uh, Superman? What was that? Was it Big Bang Theory? Was that what I heard? Of? My, my, oh, is that is that band topic? But anyway, they're talking about like when Lois fell off the, the fell off the helicopter, and Superman flew and saved her. Like that's scientifically impossible because the rate of speed that right, Superman yeah. would have to fly to get to get to catch Lois, she would be like she would like he would go through her like a car, and she right, right, right. Because the point <laughs> of impact was that I thought about it, but. The kinetic energy of the we're not the Big Bang Theory. We're not going to go there. I thought about that, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's Superman, <laughs> right? It's fuck it. It's <laughs> all right. So uh, next book I'm going to do, Eli, is Robin number five. Robin, the Damien Robin, book. The Damien book. Yeah. Okay. I have not read because there is no other Robin other than him. <laughs> in my eye, in my opinion, you know. All right, so and the reason I picked it up because I was just like on the cover of it. You can't. I'm gonna see if I can show you the cover. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah. So the cover is actually the whole bunch of Robins. So to get people up to speed about exactly all the what Robins, it's, huh? it's all the Robins, even spoiler, she's up there too. So to get people up to speed, what's going on? Robin is in a Mortal Kombat Kumite uh, on a certain on a on an island to fight to the death with some ninja assassins. 
Now, to keep people up with what's going on, the night before, he's, I'll tell you, anyway, let's get to it. Anyway, this book is Robin versus Robins. Damien versus all the Robins. That's what this book is. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's why I picked it. I was like, oh, I got to read this shit. So, um, so the book starts off with uh, Ravenger, you know, Rose Wilson. Black Destro. Panther. Oh, yeah, not Black Man. That book comes out in September, so we'll review that one also. So we got Rose Wilson, who is uh, Deathstroke's daughter and Red Hood's girlfriend. You know, or one of one of his kids. Destro got a bunch of kids and shit like that. Anyway, this is the day before. And the reason, remember when uh the last book we re- reviewed, Robin got stabbed there, in the chest. Was there that book where we thought where Damien might have been Deathstroke kid too, or some shit? <laughs> right, and they never. I, I guess they said whatever and just just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> and just didn't care. But yeah, so last time we reviewed the book, then Robin won. That book ended with Robin getting a a, a sword through his chest. It turns out this island, anybody that's living on this island can be resurrected anytime. That's why he can't die. So it's like you just respawn, you know. Yeah. So this is the day before the actual real tournament began. So the whole time he's been training up until this point, he's been training like Raz Al Ghul, you know, his granddad, Talia, some other people on the island, Rose, you know, Ravenger. He's been training with them, you know, to fight in this Mortal Kombat type tournament. But he left the island, you know, to go train or some shit like that. Uh, and while they went there, everybody's like, oh, what? And I don't even know who this person is, but I'm just going to know past that. Anyway, we got Connor Hawk here. For Arrow fans, yes, this is Ollie's, uh, Oliver Queen's son. Not Diggle's son, it's Oliver Queen's son. But he was written out of continuity. But it's a continuity man anyway. He's been written back in continuity. But we're just going to go past that. Uh, anyway, it's about, to, it's about to go. And everybody's like, Wait, where's Damien? And it turns out Damien is being chased down by all the Robins. <laughs> uh, Tim, Nightwing, Red Hood, Stephanie Brown, spoiler, Nightwing, they're all chasing him down. They're all going after him. And they're like, look, we are we we heard what you're doing. We're trying to bring you back, back home, you know. And we were like, we know you've been, we heard some weird shit about you. We heard you've been training with Raz Al Ghul. You went back with your mom. You fight ninja assassins. Like, you on some wild shit, Robin. You need to come back home. He was like, uh... See, that's what I figured. I, I knew you wouldn't trust me. I, I do I what I want. No. That base, that's basically exactly what he said. Like, y'all, y'all can't take me back to Gotham. Y'all can y'all can go to hell. You know, they were like, and they're like, death tournament. You're like, damn, Cassandra Kane would love a death tournament. And she was like, I never heard, how come I never heard of this shit? You know, that's what Red Hood is saying. All like that. He well, was like, right. she was part of the league, right? Right. And, and she, league, yeah. right. And she either she's never heard of it or she's not there. They figure like they should be there also. He's like, Look, I'm investigating the case. You guys get the hell out of here and leave me, leave me the hell alone. And I got to hurry up and get back to the island. Otherwise, I'm be disqualified from the tournament, you know. Uh, and so he's just like, look, I'll make a deal with all of y'all. If y'all can catch me, I'll come back. I won't even fight. I'll go back with you if you can catch me. And that's when he's like, okay, cool. And, and Red Hood's just like, okay, cool. It's, a, uh, we, it's been a while since we had a rooftop race. So basically, like like the Ninja Turtles cartoons and shit like that, where they all race to fight each uh, go eat each other. So they all just race that trying to catch him. And then Tim Drake tries to get it. He was like, "Ooh, maybe if I was computer, maybe you could catch me." You know. <laughs> and then he sees Spoiler going after him. He's just like, "Look, Damien, I know we had our, our moments." And Tim's like, "Yeah, like that time he slapped slit my uh slit my throat." You're like, "Look." And then um, she was like, "Oh, is that why you two are on a break?" <laughs> you know. And then he does some shit where he flips them and knocks them both down, takes them both out, keeps running. You know, and then uh, that's when Nightwings are like, look, I was raised by acrobats. 
I can beat Batman in a foot race or on a rooftop. You can't stop me. He's like, oh, is that is that real? Were you raised by clowns, Rick? And then he takes out his rope and then drops. He's like, you son of a bitch. You know, he drops to his, you know, he drops down. And then that's when Red Hood, you know, throws a bunch of ninja stars at him and shit like that. And Damien flips. He's like, oh, so you want to go at me? He was like, look, man, I, I don't make me trank you. I will shoot your ass right now. He was like, oh, you think you're so special because you the Robin did not. Guess what? We all died. You know, I could catch you up, but I left my crowbar in my other cape, you know. Uh, so he was like, oh, I, you trying to piss me off so I won't, I, so I, I can't shoot you. He's like, look, I know everything about you, Jason. Da- Damon is the best one out of all of us. That's just flat out. Tim, luckily he can't hear me. He's the smartest. But you, you're the most emotional. So he just hugs him. And Jason just stands there. And then Damon electrocutes him. <laughs> he was like, jackass. And just runs off from his shit like that. So while he's rest- so he's basically taking everybody out. It's a home, it's a home stretch. He sees the boat going back to Lazarus Island, which is the island for the Mortal Kombat tournament. And all he hears is, happy birthday. He's like, look, I ain't got time for your shit, Nightwing. Look, if you're going to let me go, let me go. He's like, nah, I, I got your birthday present. Here you go. Like, open it up. So he opens it up, and he sees, and it's a bar that just says versus the world on it. He's like, what is this? And he was just like, look, uh, I left home too, just like you, Bruce did, just like you did. And when I left home, Alfred gave me that. Alfred gave me that because he knew I needed something back from my own home. So he took my trapeze bar and wrote versus the world on it so I could have it with me everywhere I went. And since it's your time to leave the house, I'm giving it to you. That's your birthday present. Because I know you need to figure out yourself just like I did. You know. Uh, and basically he was saying, yeah, that's what he was saying. And when he hears Alfred, it triggers him. So he quit acting like an asshole and he basically just tells Dick, look, I was there. I saw the whole thing. And Dick and Knight was like, I know. And my bad, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you when it happened. You know, when Alfred, the night Alfred died. And he was like, the look, the reason I'm doing this for you is because, yeah, uh Knight, yeah, Jason, me, Tim, we were all Bruce's first Robin. You were my first Robin. So you're my responsibility. So I believe in you. I believe that you can do the stuff that you say you're going to do. If you have to go out of here and figure out who you are, go do it. Because we all had to do it at one point, and now it's your time to do it. And Damon's just like, you caught me. Fine, I'll go back. And that's when Nightwing's just like, oh, no, Damien, stop. Don't get away. And he was like, what are you talking about? And then he winks at him. Don't, no, don't go. I will catch you. And he's like, ah, okay. So <coughs> he, he runs off, you know. And... Basically, all the other Robins finally catch up with him because he whooped their ass so bad. They're like, well, where you go? You know, he got away from him. I'm like, oh, shit. You know. So, uh, look, everybody had to leave. Now it's his turn. And they just walk off. Now, some more to the story. I'm not going to bother. It's a Kumite fight. Lazarus they all fight. Time, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. All the shit like that. I just want to see the Robin versus Robin fight. That's the main thing. So, it was a it was a poignant story. Well, you know, you're getting to fight with your brothers. But at the end of the day, your brothers are your brothers. You know. so Very Ninja Turtle-esque. If it, but are the Ninja Turtles them or are they, they the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> oh, the thing with the bar that explains why Dick uses. Ah, but he only gave him one bar, though. You know, but I guess it would make sense why he did that. Bisexual Robin idea came from Tim Drake gave jokes for 2000 about Tim Connor. I heard about that also, 616 Man, because people were shipping Superboy and Tim Drake and they decided to make it a real thing. They took a meme and made it a real thing. Dumb as fuck, but whatever. So. So, or maybe that's why they sent Superboy's game. 
Because they're talking about the other kind of Kent, but I don't know. But they said Superman, and that's kind of Kent. Anyway, your turn. My, I'm done with this story. All right. I will do United States of Captain America number three. I did read this. Did you? I did. But, I'm, I'm, but we, we have a rule. We have an unspoken rule. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, since, since we know who's on the cover, you have to do it for the culture. <laughs> we have to, yeah, we got the, the color. We got, we're color coded. Exactly. Like, I, you can't, if we review Blade, you can't do a Blade book. You <laughs> I know? can't say shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. There, uh, yeah. United States of Captain America, number three. This has Captain America traveling and Sam Wilson traveling the country, um, finding a network of people who have taken up the mantle of Captain America to help out their communities. The captains. Um, but yeah. The captains of America. Um, and then uh, Speed Freak and uh, Red Hood. Red Hood's daughter, Red Hood, Red uh, Skull. Red, Red Skull, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sin, Sin, that's it. Sin, she, they're they're trying to kill them because they want to kill America, America, yeah. <laughs> the idea of America. So um, they happen upon where they were they at Kansas or some shit. They were, I can't remember. Uh, there's a Native American cat, Captain Native America. His name is Joe Gomez. He um, he is a construction worker uh, and he helps out. The people on the res helping them fix up stuff and shit and um sam and steve track them down they're like yo uh speed freak and sin wants you dead and we're kind of you know we're trying to protect you guys and then um and then they show up and start shooting and he gets shot <laughs> Because his shield wasn't bulletproof. That's the <laughs> fucked up part about it. Like, what, what kind of Captain America are you? Man? All right. It's native Captain America. And what happens? He gets shot. <laughs> Captain America, let me block these bullets with my, oh, yeah. with if, my chest. If, if, you know? if, yeah. If I didn't read comics digitally on my tablet, I would have threw this motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Download it to a flash drive and stomp on that shit. That you should. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job. You had yeah. one job, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Indian cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how the fuck you get shot? And you got a shield. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then they have a fight. They fight, but then in the end, the native Captain America guy manages to punch Speed Freak. Well, sure. they, they, they they explain it. They explain it. They explain it because Speed Freak was picking up the shield at the time because he got stuck in the ground. So that the time when he was picking up the shield, that's when Gomez was able to get him. Yeah, but so then he just ran off anyway. So he yeah. punched him. So he got yeah. he got to punch him. Yeah, it didn't and, do shit. But yeah, yeah it didn't punch. do shit, and he didn't do shit, and yeah, this the, this book didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um. And then at the end, there's a little origin story, which I'll give a little credit. This um, was a Darcy Little Badger, and I, I, I love this story. I, I love this story. Not even um, this 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 made up. Um, yeah, you get an origin story of Joe Gomez. He's at the construction site, and uh, bulldozer from the Wrecking Crew shows up, and he gets into a little skirmish with Joe Gomez, and Joe Gomez makes him fall off the crane. I do like I do like that Thunderball wasn't there. Okay. Because remember, uh he teaches in, in Wakanda now. 
I don't you know Black Panther. Oh, yeah, in the Black Panther book, in Tennessee Coast's last issue, he became a teacher for the uh, schools of Wakanda. So he left the record crew. He's no longer with the record crew. So that's why okay. it's only three of them here. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I will admit, this is one moment, the one page where that made all this worthwhile. It made up. It's when Joe Gomez is dangling off the crane. He's up in the air, dangling off it. And he's talking about, like, you know, you know, well, the Wrecking Crew—they're—they're—they're they're, they're enemies of the Avengers. It's like, well, you know, will the Avengers come and save me? You know, he's questioning, like, well, I'm native, and then he starts going into like, I'm native, and my people are always ignored. We're invisible. Why would the Avengers come and save me? And then, lo and behold, Captain America grabs him from fall and saves him. And that's right sort at of the last minute, yeah, yeah. That sort of that that what that's what gave him the catalyst to become a fanboy. A fanboy and, and yeah. become Captain Native America. Yeah, because um, he got all kind of collectibles and yeah. Funko Pops and shit in his room with Captain America. And, yeah. So that moment was cool. I did I did dig that. Um, but in the end, um, this still felt like virtual signaling. I mean, I'll give my I will give Marvel props for finding a Native writer and a Native artist to work on this book. But it would but be nice. Was it only the last issue? I, I think mean, like the a, last the little was the little yeah. short story. I think so it was I just think that. that was just a native writer. I think the other story was whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure a native writer wouldn't have got wouldn't have had the Indian guy get shot right away. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, well, you you a shit Captain America, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I will give native. Yeah, I, I will give you know Marvel's props for hiring some natives to work on you know the book. But it would also be nice if they did if they got him to work on other than the token minority books, you know. What but I mean? but that's what this and that's what this whole series is. Like I said, we had a gay Captain America. Mm -hmm. I didn't read the second issue, so I don't know who the hell was in that. We got she was a, Captain the black the black Captain America, black woman Captain America. Okay, yeah, okay. So we got Native American Captain America. I don't know who's next, but they just like they're literally checking boxes. Yeah, you know each issue. Check, 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 check. So it's just like, this is a waste of time. And we will never see the character again. Like I said, <clears throat> who needs a Captain America that gets shot with the shield? So you're not going to see this guy again. Yeah. And that's what's you know. disappointing. It, 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 it reeks. It's got a little bit of whiff of tokenism, which, you know, I can smell a mile away. Right. Um, I do like, yeah, I'll get, yeah, the, the message is there. I love the message. I love the ideology of, you know, the, Captain America is an ideal, and and everybody who's in America should be represented by Captain America. Which I want, which I want to ask you about that also, Eli. How do you feel about a Native American superhero wearing the American flag, the Stars and Stripes? Yeah, like, we've that, talked about this before, yeah. but I mean, now that you see it, you know. it's the same. It's the same theme on on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Those same right. questions, like why, you know, right? Um, because like I said, for 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 minorities people of color the stars and stripes have a different meaning than everybody else it, it, yeah. it doesn't you know it, it this doesn't give us pride and patriotism it doesn't yeah you know i wish they would have i know. wish they would have explored that a little more of like, right because when you know, we see these colors it's usually tied to a pickup truck you know <laughs> with a mega tag on the back of it you know <laughs> and that makes us you know let me get the you know the fuck the yeah other and, that, and that and that and that and that pickup truck 
is parked in a driveway where if I walk past their house, they'd be looking at me ready to call the cops. Right. So, it, it I, me, like, I'm not included in that flag that he's right. waving. If know? I see that flag hanging over a house, I know, okay, I need to not go by that house. I need to go the other way because I don't want to know. I don't want to think whoever's in the house thinking something's going on over here, you know. Yeah. Uh, like people there. So, yeah. but, but I think Marvel thinks that it's supposed to like, oh yeah, we just see representation. Yay. All representation isn't good representation. You just can't call, you just can't slap, you know, a American flag on a Native American guy and just call it a day and just think, eh, pat myself on the back. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. We're all good now, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We met our quota. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be ridiculous. Yeah, and I think you know, like, yeah, you got you guys got your TV shows, a couple of TV shows now, right? Uh, we're good, right? We all right. good. <laughs> you got your yeah. one sitcom. You should be happy. You yeah, know? right. Yeah, you know, but then that's the thing is after shit like Reservation Dogs and 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 uh, uh, Rutherford Falls and Blood Quantum and Molly of Denali. After all that, when I see something like this, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You now. can tell it's not your. It's no. It's not an authentic voice. You can tell. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it it is cool to see, you know, natives getting work. You know, but let hey, hire a native writer to work on your X Men book. Hire write a native writer to work on your Spider Man book. You know, don't just right. give them your token minority book that comes out. You know, once every and bring month. back Thunderbird, not just as a jet. <laughs> don't name him as a jet. Don't call him. What the fuck. You really called <laughs> your the jet Jeep, the Jeep Cherokee, <laughs> right? Like, is anybody in the writers' room when you do this shit? That's a the Dodge Dakota, yes. Right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. they didn't want to kill off Steve Rogers, replace him with David Barry character from Cast Supporting. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, guy with the character. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. What, what, yeah, what I was. Ne- that's the thing is, I was I never a fan of Captain America until the movies. I mean, I'll I'll keep it real. I never, mm-hmm. growing up, my whole life, I see a captain captain of what country that oppressed my people? Fuck that! Right. Hey, I ain't reading that America. shit. America, <laughs> this is America. Blonde haired blue eyes. This is America. Yeah, I never <laughs> read that shit. I couldn't give a shit until those movies, until Winter Soldier, and that shit. I was like, okay, Cap Cap is the shit. You know, <laughs> right? You uh, know. Uh, did it? Don't they try that with their voices line? Yeah, we're getting another book. It's in November, so once a year we. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then the characters go away. You know, and then, yeah, that, we're once a year. We're yeah, we get we get some native characters. You know, um, so yeah, I, I this was a little bit disappointed, and I had my expectations already low. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honestly, like I had dropped this book. I yeah. only bought this particular book. Because I knew you were going to review it, and I just want to say, let me just see yeah. what the hell is going on. I mean, but honestly, I, I, I dropped this book. Yeah, know? I appreciate, yes, the message, and yes, we should all be included, and diversity and representation matters. I get I get the message. I get the idea. But back to what I was saying about Candyman, where does, you know, being woke, uh, you know, trumps good storytelling, you know? Right. So you can be woke as you want, but if you fucking have the the, the native set, Captain America guy get shot right away, <laughs> right. like in his first fight, his first That's fight he gets shot. Whack ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, does his shield have bullet holes in it? Like, what, really? I was wondering, is like, does he just have a powwow outfit on? <laughs> That's not. 
armor at all. He's just right. Not vibranium or no shit. Like <laughs> something, you know. <laughs> you know. You know, you better put like a leather jacket or something if you're riding like they a motorcycle. Sell bulletproof vest down the street where you stay at, man. You can wear that when you're fighting crime. You just don't have to wear like a t-shirt. You know? Shit, you grab a garbage can lid or something. Like, just don't go to Party City. Like, wear a vest under that shit. You know. Oh yeah. man, what, I mean, what did we talk about this this book? <laughs> Let's see. Thunderbird was a B and L. Then Barla comes up in his origin story. Uh, lazy yeah. claremont okay uh oh barely comes up in his origin i mean they killed him so i mean why would it come up <laughs> he was a vampire in what necrotia the necrotia storyline or whatever oh so he did come back okay cool. yeah but he was like a vampire and, and warpath fought him and shit and they were vampires oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay all right <laughs> so i was gonna yeah i was gonna do another book but i'm gonna skip that book even though that book was awesome it was thor number whatever book was awesome Oh, but I'm not going to review it because we're running low. I, I want to do three books. And the last one I'm going to do is Icon and Rocket. Let's do this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like I said, I was a little harsh on the last issue. Eli, this one is starting to pique my interest. This issue is starting to pique my interest. You read it, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I read this. Okay. So, like I said, Richie Hutland, uh, he's back with the issue. And we're just going to hit the ground run and just talk about what's going on with this one. So, uh, more black mana. They love black mana. Yeah, they're pushing black mana. <laughs> they're pushing the hell out of black mana. When is that coming out? September. I mean, they oh. hell, they want you. They want you to know it's coming out of September. Okay, September, not February. It's uh, not February. <laughs> Black History Month. Like <laughs> <laughs> because right. the Marvel Voices is the Indian Marvel Voices coming out in November. <laughs> right, Black Manta, written by Method Man. Like no man. <laughs> oh yeah, what are we talking about? Oh yeah. So you got this reviewer, I mean, this reporter in the hood of uh, the, the worst crime area in Dakota City, uh, based talking about Simon, and basically being cleaned up by Icon. And the interesting fact that this is actually two weeks before the Big Bang, making Icon the first superhero of Milestone Universe, like canonically in the story. So he's interviewing the police. The police are basically just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we have a tougher uh, hold on crime. That's why we're, you know, that's why crime is dropped. So it's got nothing to do with the superheroes flying around. Like, no, not them, you know. So anyway, uh, Raquel, you rocket. Uh, you get these two kids that tell her, you need to come with us. Uh, what, why? What do I need to go? When you get there, you'll know. You'll know why you need to come with us. So she knocks on the door, and they like, Tisha, go answer the door. Some dude says, Tisha, go answer the door. So Tisha answers the door. Tisha has a black eye. So she's like, what the hell? So Raquel's like, uh-uh, open the door. I need to find out who's going on. So and she's like, damn, you literally wearing a wife beater <laughs> while beating your wife, you know? So he's just like, oh, who the hell brought you in my house? So she runs at him, uh, and he's about to punch her, and then she just throws him through a wall, you know, using her rocket power, her rocket-built powers. And she's just like, take all his other shit and throw him out, throw that out with him. So then the reporter is trying to review people in the neighborhood about who is this, who are these superhero people, or who is a superhero in the neighborhood because we know she lives here because she keeps doing stuff and the same kids that brought her to the house like i don't know what she looks like i never met her before you know everybody in the apartment you know looks like I, I ain't no snitch <laughs> you know you don't get any information from me so just like okay whatever so uh then the police go to her mom's house you know miss miss irvin and it's like we need we need to ask some questions like do you have a warrant like we just don't want to ask some questions we're just like we have evidence that raquel is rocket she's a superhero she's going around causing domestic violence like you have any proof oh we got plenty of proof you know but look we're not after her we know the guy that uh in the cape is the one calling the shots so just have her tell her who other guy is 
and we'll let it go. Otherwise, we're gonna bring up charges on her. And while they're doing it, you're not gonna do it. She's like, hold on, let me answer this door. And this tall ass Amazon lawyer chick named Zamaria. You see, I'm probably screwed her name is Zamaria Collins. The name she was like, don't say another word, don't talk to anybody. I'm your lawyer now. These guys don't have warrants. Tell them to get the fuck out of your house. And they leave because they don't have warrants. They're like, well, we'll be back, you know. Uh, and then that's when Raquel finally walked out. She'd be back in the in the room the whole time. And that's when the lawyer tells her that, yeah, it's a lot of people that want to make sure that nothing happens to you two. And that's what I'm here for. So I would go to that. We go back to Icon. We finally showed up in the book, Augustus Freeman. He's a lawyer. And he gets greeted by the NSA, his new handler for the NSA. He's like, what happened to the last guy? Oh, he died years ago. Like, oh, he died of old age. <laughs> so I'm your new contact. And she's just like, uh, look, we the NSA has problems. We've been doing everything we can to keep you secret on this planet. But you're out here giving your technology to teenagers and going around fighting drug dealers. You know. And yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm doing it because I'm cleaning up a neighborhood for some stuff that not only you should be doing, but you're causing. Like you're dumping all your toxicity into these poor neighborhoods, and that's why they're struggling so hard. You're like, yeah, play me a violin. Look, knock all this shit off. <laughs> You're like, stop being icon, stop being rocket, stop also like that. He was like, look, you couldn't stop me if you wanted to. You tried to kill me before, and you couldn't do it. You know how many times you tried to kill me? So I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do. He was like, okay, fine. We will find a way to do this. So anyway, the next day, it turns well, not even the next day, that evening. So you got two drug dealers, the two dope boys called Zeus and what's the last game? Zeus and Zeus, uh, Capone. Uh, Capone. Zeus yeah. Capone, yeah. Yeah, Zeus and Capone. So it's just like, we got no more workers. All of our dope boys won't work the street anymore because anytime you go on the street, rocking an icon, knock them out. And plus, AKs and Uzis don't, don't do shit against these guys. You're <clears> like, don't, don't worry about that. I'll handle them. Just get the boys back on the street. We need to make this money. And that's when the, uh, the wall come cr- crashing in. And it's icon and rocket it like Zeus Capone, your time is up. And so Zeus takes off. He like, yeah, y'all cover me. And so they shoot at Icon for no reason whatsoever. And while they're doing that, they throw a grenade at Rocket. Rocket catches it, and her belt actually absorbs kinetic energy and makes her stronger. So she just slaps the shit out of those guys. While they're doing that, that's when Zeus actually appears and he's got some kind of Dr. Octopus robot flamethrower robot suit and he's like hitting the icon and shit and you know and he actually shoots a missile at him but the missile fires past him and actually blows up the the bar the the club you know so while they evacuating everybody in the club you know one of the 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 fat chicken they're talking about something you're like i left my purse i got my house kids in the purse you know and she's like fuck your purse you know get your your fat ass out of the out of the uh, bar so basically zeus gets away they're like how the hell does zeus get away from us like he was in like this big ass robot suit you know but they can't get him so anyways icon's just like we got bigger problems how the hell a local dope boy get his hand on tech like that obviously there's some major players in that want to make sure these drug dealers get back on the street because he can't afford that shit you know so while he gets back on the ship uh that's when zeus make a phone call he's like okay they gone it's go time so that's when they see Miss Irvin walking down the street, and these two guys walk up to it. They're like, "Okay, let's do it." And right before they walk up, that's when they see the community standing in front of them, just like, "What? Where you think y'all going? If y'all think y'all finna uh, talk to Miss Irvin, y'all gotta get through us first. They're like, "Look, old man, y'all ain't gonna do nothing unless you unless bullets bounce off your chest. You better stand stand out of the way." He's like, "It's six of us. You don't think one of us got a gun on us?" He's like, "Y'all choir boys ain't gonna do a damn thing." He's like, "You don't know who I was before the Lord called me." 
<laughs> so I might have a gun on me. I might not. You want to find out? And they just like, that's all right. We'll be back. And they just walk off. Um, and that's where we get the story about Benedict Lord, who looks an awful lot like Don Johnson. That's, that's just me, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so apparently this guy is his oldest icon. He's like, look, I've been with the agency since your great 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 grandfather was with 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 the agency. Uh, he was just like, so do you think you could take our icon? You're like I did before. They're like, what do you mean you did before? Well, let me tell you a story. So when icon first came to this planet, he was a slave. He didn't know who he was. He had no powers. He was slave. But eventually, he eventually got his memory back. When he got his memory back, he got his powers back. So when they tried to crack that whip on his back, he was like, no, nah, that ain't happening. So he ran the, the slave owners off their own land, even though they've been there for generations. He ran them off their own land, and he told them any slave that comes to this plantation is an automatic free man, and ain't nobody going to tell me different about it. And that's, that's what it is. So the thing is, like I said, he's in the middle of Georgia. This is in the middle of the Civil War. And they're just like, look, we got to do something about this. We can't have a black man in the middle of the Civil War clearing free slaves during the Civil War. So they decided to get their pitchforks, you know, and torches. And they decided to go back to the plantation. They're like, we, we're going to kill him. We're going to take an ear. We're going to take a toe. We're going to take a souvenir from him, you know. But what they wasn't expecting for a black man to have superpowers. So while he's there... He just rushes at him. He don't waste any time. They start shooting at him so like that. He kills everybody. He lets a few of them go to, you know, to send a message. He's like, don't bring your ass back here. I said it. Any black man comes here is a free man, you know. So they come back with more weapons, mini guns, automatic weapons, all kinds of stuff trying to kill him. It don't work. He beats him again. So when, when Icon realized they're just going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming, he was like, okay, fine. I'll bring the fight to them. So he takes an army of slaves and goes to the seat of Confederacy. He takes the fight directly to them. Uh, and he was like, y'all march with me. But he leaves them. He goes into the house by himself, just run in there, kills everybody, burns down the Confederate house where the federal, federal, uh, Confederal, Confederacy president is located and walks out with the head of President Jefferson Davis. The president of the of the Confederate States of America back during the Civil War walks up with his head, you know. So and then that's when he gets stabbed in the chest, you know. So what Benedict Lord did, and so the like I said, the, the NSA officer like, why haven't I heard about this? Like the reason you haven't heard about it because of me. I covered everything up. Anybody that ever known known about it was killed. I made sure no newspapers reported about it. And matter of fact, we covered up uh, Jefferson Davis' death. We told him he was incarcerated. We told him he was in a hospital. And when he got out, we just replaced with somebody else. Nobody really knew what he looked like anyway. You know. So that's your Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and don't worry. I killed him once. I kill him again. But this time I'll make sure we stay dead. And that's the story. I was like, whoa, what the hell, man? That Eli, that, that, one, that one got me. That was, that was, I was like, whoa. That now, was like, I'm, now I'm on board. Now yeah. I'm on board with this. <laughs> that was like, like Tarantino and glorious bastard like we write yeah history. like you you rewrite history so yeah, <laughs> yeah give me some stuff because that was always a question like if you got all these superpowers why don't you stop saying like you always like all these black superheroes back in the day why don't you stop slavery this is why he tried to somebody stopped him you know he's about to end slavery by himself you mm -hmm. know yeah i kind of rock see one sound like hbo tv oh uh, yeah it is that's exactly what it is
Eli, how long do you think it's going to take before uh, Richie Hudlin pitches at the HBO series? <laughs> I'm sure he already did. He already did. He's <laughs> waiting for they wait for him to finish it and see what the number the numbers look like. You know, on on uh, Comic Con or or Diamond Diamond or whatever the sales are again. Oh, that's right, DC Love Diamond, whatever. Uh, yeah, that, that's going to be familiar ground getting better. Yeah, that was saying, Gabe. The this book is now selling me. If if I if Milestone can crank out some more books at this level then I'll start promoting them more right now. Cause I don't want to talk shit about them. I don't want to talk bad about them. I'm just not saying anything except on this podcast. Nobody listens to podcasts. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> no. but I mean, in, in social media, we're actually people who listen to what we say, you know, yeah. but the if they start cranking out better books, I'll start reporting. But this book, this so is their best book so far. So yeah, icon almost in the civil war by himself. I'm, I'm into it. So, uh, yeah. What, what you got, Eli? Uh, my last book I'll do is alien number six. Okay. Um, uh, Marvel has picked up the Alien series from Dark Horse and have been doing the the comics now. Um, uh, so this is the last issue in this particular story arc. We have this uh, ex uh, mercenary who used to work for Whalen Utani, the company that has been doing experiments on aliens. He was like their head of security. He retired, but then his son. Uh, joined up with some activists who are um, sort of trying to expose the corruption of Whalen Utani, and him and his girlfriend, they go and uh, break into a facility, uh, 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 an alien lab, to try to expose the truth. And then, of course, you know the aliens let loose, and a bunch of them get killed. So the 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 company pays in, like, yo, go get your son, go rescue your son, but you have to bring back the alien specimen because that is a special um, sample. It's called the alpha. It's the only one that exists and we need that for the alien queen. So yes, Marvel made up a new alien called the alpha. Um, you know, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's whatever, you know, they couldn't have a queen. <laughs> it's like, you know, Marvel trying to copyright some shit <laughs> <laughs> unnecessary, but whatever, instead of the queen, we have the king, you know, um, so this story, this basically, they've been trying to escape. Um, uh, his son has been impregnated by an alien. He's got an alien inside him. Um, the company wants him to bring back his son, uh, but he's basically like, "No, I'm gonna take it out." He gets Bishop. They found a, a Bishop. The the android um, is with them, and he gets Bishop to take to do the surgery. To get the alien out. Meanwhile, he he goes like does a spacewalk outside of the ship and has the Alpha chase him. And um, basically, they have a battle, and he ends up sacrificing himself. He uh, he he jettisons himself along with the alien, and they burn up in the atmosphere. So he dies along with the Al the Alpha. And on board. It turns out that his girlfriend was a synthetic too. His girlfriend was a robot as well. That was a little plot twist I forgot about that I didn't mm -hmm. see coming. That I thought was, oh no shit, okay. Um, but yeah, so he, yeah, he sacrificed himself so his son can live. But obviously, it's not over. There's some still threats going on. Um, there's some weird alien chick, human hybrid something that is referencing Prometheus and all that shit. Um, obviously they're not, they're going to explore that, but I was like, whatever. Um, so I, I, this whole series has been just, okay. The art is awesome. I'm just on board for the art. The story is like, whatever. 
Um, but I, I, I finished this actual, this particular arc and I don't know if I'm going to stay with it. Um, so yeah, so three out of five, it's whatever. Yeah. Cool art though. Marvel tried it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm booked out myself. I was going to do Thor, but I'll do Thor later on. Uh, yeah. Like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, next week, of course, you know, we got Shang-Chi coming out. I plan on reviewing it. Um, Wish it was not on, on Disney. Disney, huh? Not on Disney. Thank you, ScarJo. Yeah. <laughs> so it's on theaters only. So you want to see it? Don't wait for it to come on Disney Plus. That's it. I do want to mention that Cruella just went on Disney Plus for everybody. So it no longer is behind a $30 paywall. Anybody can watch it. It just went on, I think, today. So yeah. Um, like I said, listen to our other podcast. We have this Geeks and Comics. What do we got here? A- Alien versus Brew. It's coming. Or just get rid of Brew. Just kill him. Just have alien. There you go. That's they, they were always alien anyway. This whole story you're telling Eli Hickman did this shit last year with the whole brood king. He did that shit already. Yeah. So and, and they fought Wolverine. So yeah. So uh what are we talking about? So yeah, like I said, we got this geese and comics. I'm pretty sure they reviewed the same books we did, but they always have a different uh spin on what they did because, like I said, we all have different opinions. That's how it goes. Uh Okay, Boomer. I ain't seen those guys in forever. I don't know what. I don't know if they're still doing anything. Um, Creators Outlet. Well, like I said, Will Pace records every hour on the hour. Pretty sure he's recording right now. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do move. We're not just gonna do a whole Shang Chi review, but we're gonna go in depth and we'll talk about some other stuff. Also, so definitely follow us next week. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna make. I, yeah, I don't want to go to a packed theater, so. I'll, I'll hopefully i can see it if i can find a time when it's not packed we gotta we gotta it, it probably won't be let's see yeah on oh, no, the otaku subject you like music right check out one call so, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i love Shamrock Shimmer. shampoo was my thing i'm not gonna say i loved it but i liked it so i think it's made by the same guy that made uh cowboy bebop i think that's like the with, 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 with watanabe or whatever his name was I guess. I guess that's a name. But yeah, he, he, uh, the game, I, I did like Samurai Shampoo. So I did like that one. Um, yeah, and I, th- I think that's pretty much it. So follow us next week. Share this out. Like it. Comment. We'll stick with us. Stick with us next week. We'll talk about some crazy shit there too. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. And Ida's out there. Everybody stay safe.
to school on the way to Popeyes And niggas wanna play both sides Just a red dot, don't get on the wrong red eye It's a headshot, they can't woo them guys Fuck around and bag two of them guys I'm OD in Paris, I'm OD in France I thought that I told you I need the advance Put down your IG and look through my lens A million to grandma, who did I offend? Nigella, your dreams to me is a fan I netted 10 million and did a little dance I'm fucking the world, I ends in my pants My Uncle G told me that I had a chance So then I popped out and did it again And did it again, and did it again I cannot respect them, where did he begin? Advice from the council, let nobody in Been swearing through rumors, avoiding the trends And dug in the holes, I'm dug in the loony I'm grateful to man, man, he opened up doors They bung on their tour bus to come and compose I reach to the stars on my tippy toes This greatest success where most niggas fold I tell you my past, that shit don't get old But how could you ask, like I don't be riding my rap The critics got everyone tapped, you gotta relax The city where nobody sleeps, just tap in and ask where I'm at Ho! Smoking on your top five tonight, tonight Smoking on your what's the name tonight, tonight Smoking on your shows ain't tonight, tonight I am the Omega, PG Lane, Rolly Game, SIE Don't you address me unless it's with four letters I thought you known better, I've been ducking the pandemic I've been social gimmicks, I've been ducking the overnight activist Yeah, I'm not a trending topic, I'm a Hold on, y'all niggas playing with me, man I am the Omega, PG Lane, Rolly Gang, SIE Don't you address me unless it with four letters Bitch, I thought you known better I've been ducking the pandemic, I've been ducking the social gimmicks I've been ducking the overnight activist Yeah, I'm not a trending topic, I'm a prophet I answer to Metatronic every year Bitch, looking for a better me, I am a legacy I come from the 70, the Al Green, Nospring Guns and the Melody, the Big Shot, wrist on cryo Therapy. Soon as I press that button, nigga better get right like the emblem's coming Us two when I like, he ain't been through nothing They free, got at least one B in the oven I'm tripping, I'm jigging my mental is Amazing, brother, pop off only on occasions, brother Rich nigga, mama know I made it, brother Go figure, never caught cases, brother Face it, brother, gracious, brother New flows coming, be patient, brother Show my ass in, take you out of class Like a multitask like Megan, brother 2021 ain't taking no prisoner Last year y'all fucked up all the listener Who went platinum? I call that a visitor Who the fuck backing them? All been falsified The facts mean this is a vaccine And the game need me to survive The Elohim, the rebirth Before you get to the father You gotta holler at me first, bitch Smoking on top fives Motherfuck that album, fuck that single Burn that hard drive Burn that shit. Ain't nobody safe when I come I'm killing everybody that's outside Who you with? Yeah, Kanye changed his life But me, I'm still an old school Gemini Bitch. Let me jump in this bitch. Let me jump in this bitch. Two phones, but I only bring one in this bitch. One daughter, but they all my sons in this bitch. No hoes ain't shit getting done in this bitch. I'm scary, I got a gun in this bitch. Smoking on top fives. Stop playing, I'm that guy. Number two DM in my bitch. That's cool, I don't that's why.